Welcome to the Corner to Three Movie Podcast for Aquaman. My name is Tom Chick. I am here with Christian Orlowski. It's Princess Samara Shabellish Chala Marazzi, but you can call me Mira. And with an Aquaman tagline, maybe two or three, he's feeling a little... He's feeling a little under the weather, but he's joined us anyway. We have Kelly Wand. Finally, DC has a Greek superhero besides <laughs> Wonder Woman and possibly Flash. Because <laughs> Flash has those, uh, isn't he Hermes or something? Herpes. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Kelly Wand, is there, is there a tagline for someone who doesn't enjoy the benefits of a classical education? Uh, at, okay. That's what that was. Uh, a super friend with lame water powers and zero charisma. Watch your back, Zan the Wonder Twin. <laughs> these are these are kind of inside baseball. Do you have one that people who don't know comic books might enjoy? Do you know who Zan is? No. He was like a super friend who had a – he would go form – it was one of the Wonder Twins. He'd go form of, shape of, and his sister, and he could turn into water, and his sister could turn into animals. So the super friends had two – Characters with water powers. Pretty sure Shyamalan was a showrunner. Anyway. Kelly Wand, when I was that age, I was uh, reading books instead of comic books, so I don't know this stuff. All right, Mr. Bill Moore. Who's the gleek of this podcast? <laughs> oh, I was about to say, yeah. See, Dingus got that joke and didn't laugh because he didn't want to sound like a nerd. Is, is gleek like the little dog in Battlestar Galactica that had like a, a, a monkey and a – it was like a monkey in a dog outfit? What was that thing? They had Battlestar a dog Galactica? too called Wonder Dog. And Gleek the monkey. They had two pets. Huh. Is it like Buck Rogers' little robot that would go beady, beady, beady? Beady, beady, Yeah, Tweaky. Right. Oh, you remembered his name, huh? Oh, yeah, and there was a girl Tweaky, and they disco danced. <laughs> wow. I'm glad that I blocked that out of my memory. Kelly Wand, are there more Aquaman taglines, or is it just two? I put it back to your memory, like the guy, like Blair Witch, gets, gets you if you go, and then you come back later. Fortunately, uh, I got I'm... one last one. Yes, go. If you love Jason Momoa as Conan, you're an idiot. <laughs> gotcha. All right, Dingus, tell the listeners a little bit. Don't spoil any of the major plot points or anything. Tell them a little bit about the movie we saw this week. All right. No major ones, Dingus. You heard the man. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. I was trying to help you. I was doing a little Ed McMahon for you. This week we saw Aquaman. A 2018 American action adventure fantasy superhero six installment in the DCEU. Oh yeah! You know? Do you guys know what the DCEU is? Extended universe, yeah. Yeah. yeah duh. What are the you? DC extended universe. Because Marvel. What does DC stand for? Marvel only. Go ahead. Marvel only. That was it. Uh, the DCEU movie about what would happen if you did a movie made for TV version of Black Panther. It was directed by James Wan, who also gets a story credit, along with Geoff Hans. What's happening? I guess it's Jeff Johns. And Will Bial. The screenplay is by Will Bial. And David Leslie Johnson Dash McGoldrick, that's a person's name. Uh, character credit to Mort Weisinger and Paul Norris. It stars Jason Momoa, Amber Heard, Willem Dafoe, Patrick Wilson, Dolph Lundgren, 
Yaha Abdul Mateen II, and Tamura Morrison. Hmm. Oh, dingus, yeah, what is it rated? I'm sorry, I almost jumped the gun there. That's all right. Aquaman is rated PG-13 for sequences of sci-fi violence in action and for some action. (laughs) What? Some action in specific, yeah. So, Kelly Wand, if parents were to come to you and say, you know, I, I feel like I could use more information than what's currently listed in that MPAA box... Kelly Wan, what do you have to warn me about is in Aquaman that I should know about because I have children? What would you tell them, Kelly Wand? You have children is my first question. <laughs> and secondly, um, I give it a DC minus. <laughs> you have to interpret it yourself, just like parents. So you're, you're okay with the PG-13 rating. That's mainly what I was going for. So I'm glad to know that you and the EMPAA finally see eye-to-eye on a movie. Uh, I'm uh, saying Aquaman, 12-year-olds would do yeah. Aquaman opened at number one. It made $67 million. It, uh, cinema score, of course, it got its A minus. That's exactly what you would expect. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, 64% of the reviews are positive. The average rating on Metacritic, adjusted from, you know, 1 to 100, is uh, 55. It's made $400 million in Europe. And China, China well, loves it. It's been out for two weeks elsewhere. We, we're getting it later, yeah. Taiwan. So, but they guessed right. They don't always do that. Solo, the Chinese hated it. <laughs> the Chinese, I don't think, get Star Wars like we do. Yeah, Solo's awesome. Chinese people, wake up! <laughs> Thank you, Tom. So, yes. Kelly Wand, uh, I would now like because there were parts of Aquaman that I was a little confused by. I didn't quite what? know. I didn't quite <laughs> know. You, Tom, you have children. So I don't understand what they would explain to you. I didn't quite know how to interpret certain events. There were uh, some plot points that I was a little unclear on. Kelly Wand, maybe you could, maybe you could uh, clear this up by giving me a synopsis of the plot. Sorry, what? I wasn't listening. What do you want? <laughs> would Wait. You, would, so you want? Okay. Would you like uh, Kiernan's tagline? Yeah, I would. Much. Wet Thor. Oh, okay, wet. Okay, I thought he said wet Thor. Wet, mm-hmm. wet Thor is a hot... Yeah, that's good. See, he keeps it short. Unlike the stupid opsis. Um, but... Wait, I had something to say to Tom, but I forgot. What was it, Dingus, that I was going to say to Tom? I don't know. Wet right. Thor. Oh, well, what's it going to be called, Tom? The Aquaman Synopsis. All right, that's fine. <laughs> uh, Aquamopsis is what I wrote. Uh... A fish gasping to death in a rowboat turns into the DC logo. A Fox exec, a Sony exec, a Warner Brothers exec, and Stanley's ghost sitting in front of me all get up at the same time, point at each other, and go, ha ha! <laughs> so, they're all sitting together. There's a storm at a lighthouse. A seaman in a hat's all, oh, sure was dumb of me to build a lighthouse in the middle of this storm. Ugh. Aquaman's VO is all. Jules Verne once wrote, Two ships in one sea will come together in an open tide, bro. Something washes up on shore. Beside me, the candor's all. The baby! (laughs) (laughs) Remember Lighthouse? Babies? The seabed finds Nicole Kidman with a trident in a basket. When he brings her inside, she destroys his TV. Life like the sea has a way of bringing people together something. That was H.G. Wells. Kidman eats some fish and sand dollars out of the aquarium, and then a plastic scuba diver. 
Kevin Klein leans over to me and goes, I thought Aqua people were friends with fish. I'm all, I guess she can't kelp it. He blows bubbles at me out of his mouth, Tom. <laughs> and the flu this week. That's my excuse for the sopsis. The seaman's all, oh, I was going to make you eggs, so here's some tea. Uh, don't date, eat my dog, please. The dog loses interest and finds another lighthouse. <laughs> oh, yeah, who are you? <laughs> he comes back, I forgot. Oh, yeah, who are you? I'm Atlantis, queen of Atlanta. <laughs> oh, cool, I'm Tom. And she doesn't talk. She speaks that. Whatever. I was in an arranged marriage with my father's heart, but it seems I found something unexpected. People who live on land. Who knew? <laughs> she moves in. No one who knows Tom gives a shit who she is. <laughs> hey, fuck it. <laughs> I just realized something else dumb about the plot. But anyway, they fucking have a kid with tattoos and take a selfie of themselves watching TV. One night, Kidman's reading to her dreadlock-tattooed five-year-old. One day, a quake <laughs> destroyed Atlanta as they tried to make CG. Billions died. The end. Aqua kids all. Yeah, I feel like you need to work on your beginnings. Uh, um, kind of like James Wan. The dog barks. Liam! <laughs> <laughs> I love that dog. <laughs> I know. Surely everyone who's seen Aquaman has also seen Widows. <clears throat> Some light blue CG guys get mad at their wall and destroy it. I like how they showed up after the kid's already like five. I didn't do anything for five years. <laughs> One's all, come with us. Kidman fights them by throwing couches and jumping around. <laughs> I was the product of love that shouldn't have met two worlds. After the guards are dead, Kidman looks at Tom and goes, JK, they were right. I have to go back. I just killed them for nothing. I'll return to you when it's safe, or one day. Farewell, child actor wider than James Momoa. <laughs> Baby, uh, I'll always be with you, except for now, obviously. Oh, Tom, don't let him forget me. Tom's all, who? Nothing happens for a few years of screen time. Then one day, some bullies hassle fish in an aquarium. <laughs> We're cool. Fish suck. <laughs> you know how kids are. You give them an aquarium. Fuck, they go crazy. The bullies lovers all. Dude, check it out. Momo is talking to the fish with his hand. Let's kill him. <laughs> A dolphin of the aquarium swims up to Momoa's hand and goes, uh, "More of a Hawkman enthusiast. No offense." <laughs> It'd be funny if they really didn't like Aquaman. The bullies try to murder Momoa while the teacher watches fondly. Then a shark gets mad at the glass. Everyone's so scared, they move back a couple feet and watch, leave the five-year-old there and watch him touch the about-to-shatter glass with his hand from a safe distance of a few feet farther away. Aquaman turns around slowly to show his classmates that he has CGI's now. <laughs> Fish watch politely. <laughs> They're bored. Now they know how shitty their lives are, because he's 
never right. The dolphin farts. The bubbles spell out aquabopses that dissolve into toxic waste. There's an underwater sub. Uh, some guys come in with CG guns and shoot some extras. A black guy has a mustache <laughs> and a squid helmet. His son is also present. <laughs> An extra's all. Wait, what's going on? <laughs> I'll make you a deal. I won't tell you how to captain. You won't tell me how to pirate. Uh, neither of those are verbs. Oh! <laughs> The black guy stabs him to death, but bloodlessly, so kids can enjoy it. <laughs> Yay! That's the kids watching it. The older black guy's all, Here, this knife was your grandfather's. By the way, I'm talking to my son character now, not the man I stabbed. Here, this knife was your grandfather's. He used it to open aspirin bottles. He was one of the first frogmen, so they called him Manta. He gave me this knife when you were his age. I guess I'm your dad. I said here. Suddenly, Aquaman crashes into the sub and attacks it by lifting it. <laughs> if it hurts the... Never mind. Doesn't it hurt the sailors? Whatever. Then he pops open a hatch, drops down, smirks at us, and goes, Permission to come aboard! <laughs> Beside me, Dingus stands up, pumps his fist, and goes, Pice! Seize. <laughs> Oh, come on. Yeah, they use it to sell it. That's so you? <laughs> nah, see, how that's, that that one offends him. Like, that's, like, now he's invested in this character. <laughs> Too dumb. I would never. All right. You're probably right, Dingus. I'm sorry. They shoot CG at Aquaman, but he tricks them by holding a tiny hatch in front of his nipples, <laughs> and they forget to shoot under him. Punches them and crushes a guy's skull in a door repeatedly. His arms that just lifted a submarine. The guy's just unconscious. Then while he stares at us, a guitar riffs all. <laughs> That's when you should have fist pumped a dingus. God. Aquaman saves some Russian sailors by making them get into 50 life rafts and row in the middle of the ocean until they starve. <laughs> Then he goes back and fights the black guy. <laughs> One shoots a CG grenade at him. But that's all. I've waited a long time for... Oh! <laughs> Aquaman impales him with a trident. Still with the weight! Oh! Aquaman opens the hatch so they can drown. The less hurt black person's all... Wait! Help me! He's trapped! Come on! <laughs> Aquaman's all, kill innocent people. He bails. The dying dad tricks his son by showing him a grenade. Uh, the son, whose name is now Manta, and not the dad's, cries and leaves in slow motion, but barely makes it out of the submarine before the grenade goes off because his dad wanted him to die too. <laughs> Why would he? Never mind. It's... He's thinking of himself, I guess. The Russians giggle on the life rafts and bump each other. <laughs> Aquaman comes out of the ocean to stare at his dad. Beside me, Lutz is all... Look at his face when he comes out of water. Amateur! <laughs> We've all seen Hercules. That joke 
plays in the Midwest. <laughs> the dad's all, you always know where to find me. The place I live at. Old habits. Come on, I'll buy you breakfast, bro. They go to a bar and drink beers. Around me, dads and sons look at each other like, fuck yeah, second the movie's done. <laughs> Relatable. Uh, Aquaman's all, bro, I can breathe under table and you still drink me under the water. I mean, dad's all, it's my superpower, better than yours. Aquaman's VO's all, that was before I knew how breathing and drinking were different. And in water news, Atlantis and a submarine have been discovered. <laughs> Aquaman's dad's all, man, fuck Atlantis. Dad, no, they killed me for having you. Suddenly the fat aquarium bullies are all grown up. They come over and go, yo, y'all that fish boy from the TV? Fish bro, although my cool name is Arthur Curry. They get selfies with Aquaman and also with the news. I think one tries to get fresh because Aquaman tells them not to touch him. Some words are all somewhere in the Atlantis Ocean. Some guys ride around on CG horses. One's Bob Odenkirk. He's blonde. He takes off his hat and addresses a red-haired man with gills. King Gurgles, these fishermen are the greatest empire we've ever seen. We must unite and destroy those land humans using our CG horses and barnacles. Arr! The king guy's all... No, but okay. As, um, Ocean Master, you'll be in control of the most... Yeah, Bill Maher. Ocean Master. I didn't change those words. Inspire the young. That's what you say to a bully, kids. Oh, yeah, I'm Ocean Master, and I'll leave you alone. As um, Ocean Master, you'll be in control of the most powerful plankton on this planet. Willem Dafoe walks up and goes, I think my name in this is Hydrolysis Person. Odenkirk's all, hmm, my mother's bastard's never even been to Atlantis, unless you count Justice League or the comics. <laughs> then Odenkirk gets upset and attacks the submarine with his trident. <laughs> Say what? Sailors are all, oh, not again. This time Aquaman doesn't give a shit and doesn't help or show up. Odenkirk finds the sad black man hanging out with his knife. Ah, oh, black mana. Why is that your name? Your armor's red. Anyway, you are the only trustworthy human. I want you to kill Aquaman. Here's some gold. Perfect currency for 2018. And here's some guns that turn water into CG. Don't let them touch the ocean. The only gold I want is Aquaman's death. He killed my dad, just for us trying to kill him and a bunch of people. <laughs> Meanwhile, Aquaman puts his drunk dad to bed and is about to go down on him when Amber Heard walks up and goes, Oh my god. My name in this is Aggravation Coachella, but my screen name is Dara. <laughs> Fortunately, Kidman's also at this, so we can't use the Jira voice for me. I've been looking for you. Come to Atlanta. Your half-brother, King Abalone, is, is something. We must stop him. You are the firstborn son of Queen Kidman. Our only way to save both worlds is for you to take your rightful place as king of most salt water. Bro, I'm no king. Uh, look at this. I agree. 
Awesome. No, I don't agree. Come on, the sacred spear. <laughs> Suddenly a tidal wave tries to kill them. So Aquaman tries to trick it by driving in a truck. Amber Heard does CG by raising her arms so Aquaman can get his dad out of the truck. <laughs> Who's in the truck with them? Got to explain that. Sorry. It's really sensible. Uh, driving his dad around in a truck from a tidal wave with his girlfriend. And Amber Heard uses some hand CG to give the dad mouth to mouth. The dad's all, ugh, that was disappointing. <laughs> Wouldn't that suck to wake up? Like, oh, this is the one time Amber Heard's gonna. Oh, what? It's cheap. God damn you, DC. Amber's all. Aquaman. The worst is yet to come. The Flash movie's in April. <laughs> and in CG news, uh, Merman have just dumped a bunch of our pollution back onto our beaches. Scientists say the tide will just take it all back out tonight, so no worries. There's a flashback of Defoe teaching Aquaman as a kid how to use his ICG and annoy some pelicans. Kids all, no, this is gay. When can I meet my female mom? I said when you're ready. Now twirl the baton. Again! Back in 2018, Amber shows Aquaman her underwater car. <laughs> a CG ship shaped like a piranha. <laughs> I ain't getting into that. She's all, that'd be an improvement. They drive around underwater, like forever. Aquaman looks around like he's never seen CG before. And here's the seaweed bridge. It's like Thor's. But Thor's. But only one color. People try to sneak in all the time by crossing it. Oh, and here's our customs and border protection. Don't worry, we're cool as long as you have no produce stuck up your crack. Aquaman gulps. Uh. Ignoring the customs guys, they look at stuff while music plays. Although their eyesight's supposed to be awesome underwater, she turns on a headlight. <laughs> Wait, we can swim super fast. Why are we driving? This is, <laughs> this is an air pocket. We use it for the highborn. They eventually find a closet Defoe lives in with the door made of water, CG. Defoe's all, check it out. He throws an irritated fish through the CG. <laughs> uh, cool, bro. Hey, I don't want to be a king. I just came down here to tell you. Bye! Aquaman, you must win the hearts and minds of the Innsmouthians by proving worthy. Behold, a CG tried different and slightly yellower than the one you're holding. Behold also, some flashbacks explaining its rich history. They watch as ancient Atlanteans turn on a CG machine. It breaks stuff. The message is clear. Don't study history. Uh, ooh, sorry. I'm used to peeing, uh, whenever, because I'm underwater. Speaking of yellow. Behold, a recording from the first dynasty. I haven't actually listened to it, but I'm sure it's good. Oh, uh, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> Plug it in? Ha, fool. It's far too old to listen to on my HD water CG. You have to go to Australia or Italy underground to get this, uh, you know, Stone Age 8-track thing. You listen to what's on this. Got the prop cylinder thing. Here. Suddenly some extras show up in slow motion. Defoe cowers behind Amber Heard while Aquaman kicks them. Then some guys in red CG show up in slow motion. Aquaman kicks them. Another one shows up and stands there staring. Uh, I don't suppose you want to talk about this, do you? Uh, 
See? I do quips also. <laughs> Guy arrests Aquabad for being there by punching and chaining him. Well, Amber Heard does nothing. There's a trial for Aquaman. Uh, Owen Kirk walks up. Members of the undersea judicial system. Well, well, brother, we look related. Speaking of Amber, I heard all these stories about you. Bullies at the aquarium. That was good. Uh, Justice League. You want conflict, bro? Take these chains off. I came here to stop a maniac from not poisoning children. Yeah, Amber's all... Your Honor, motion to recess. Momo is clearly an imbecile. She's wearing shoulder pads made out of jellyfish in honor of the severity of Aquaman's crimes. Wait, uh, uh, I uh, challenged Bob Odenkirk to a CG battle. Ha! I don't need a lawyer. The crowds are all, oh, yeah, I don't think that's how trials work. Yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah, cyborg. Defoe's all, Aquaman, no, you're out of your element. Water! Aquaman has a flashback to when Defoe taught him to twirl his trident to make CG dust. Defoe, who looks the same age in the flashback, tells the kid, by the way, that's your mother's trident. She also like dentine. Young Momoa's all, where is she? Doesn't my mom love me? Uh, we only had Kidman for an hour of shooting. <laughs> Cost as much as the CG. The crowd patiently waits for the flashback to wrap up. Then Odenkirk's all, our mother was a whore. Also, aren't all of us Aquaman? Momoa's superhero name should just be Arthur Curry. Aquaman's all, who? Bro, there was a time when I wanted to meet you. Only if I'd known what a dick I'd turn out to be. I, I mean, Odenkirk puts on a black lagoon helmet. The crowd's all, oh, oh shit. <laughs> then they all boo Aquaman. Some stats come up on an underwater jumbotron. <laughs> An octopus plays some bongo drums. <laughs> some of it you don't have to change. It actually <laughs> happened in the movie. No. Yeah, that's what's fun about the comic. They're almost offsies, but you're not supposed to laugh. <laughs> this is the difference. Odenkirk's all, ah, you tried it so skinny and gray as mother. They some somersault and fight, mostly missing. Amber Heard looks divorced. Defoe's all... <laughs> they just direct her to look divorced? I don't know whether to give James Wan credit or... Suddenly Defoe stands up and goes, See, people, this isn't a competition, it's an execution. Please, no wagering. They fight on a statue's head, then Aquaman's plastic trident breaks. The crowd cheers. Suddenly, Amber Heard shows up in her fish car, makes Aquaman get in, and drives off. What? That was... Around me, all the dads and kids cheer Aquaman, losing his legal case. Amber's all, better put on your seat belt. Odenkirk gets in another car and chases them their car while the crowd cheers how far away from them stuff's now happening. <laughs> ah! Bye! Amber's car gets shot with lasers. I guess the peril is that they'll drown? They crash into some fire and swim towards a whale doing nothing. The whale misunderstands Aquaman's hand gesture and eats them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he talks. They talk. 
<laughs> Odenkirk thinks they're dead because there's some fire nearby. <laughs> Inside the whale, Amber's all, This movie's dumb. Hey, I saved your life. I saved yours first. They batter for a bit, then walk into a desert while rap plays. <laughs> the whale took it to Australia. <laughs> You know, we don't need to know everything. Aquaman sells his nipple rings to buy them passage in an RV, then in an airplane. Amber's all, Atlantis will never take me back. It's many things. Blue, uh, okay, one thing. But it's not forgiving. Look, bro, sometimes we have to do what's right, even if your heart's not interested. Odenkirk finds him on, on Minority Report screen. And calls his black friend. Hello, Manta? I need you to go to a desert and arrest... Yes, and also Amber Heard. Yeah. Yeah, from the stepfather. No, Harley Quinn was uh, Margot Robbie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> She'll be the only blonde girl. All right? Bye! There's a music video montage of Black Mana fucking around with some props on a workbench. <laughs> Villains weapon making music video montage. You know. His hat's eyes try to shoot him. He tricks his hat laser by ducking so it only blows up his chair. Then he looks at us and goes, Gonna need a bigger helmet. Beside me, a dad shivers, looks at his son and goes, that man's going to be impossible for Aquaman to beat. Let's go. And they walk out. <laughs> Naked Arnold looks over at me and goes, And I played the Mr. Freeze Pop in everyone's favorite Batman movie. I said, what killed the dinosaurs? It was the Ice Age. And that taught the slow children how the temperatures work. And helped them to worry less about the asteroids over there. Meanwhile, on the plane, Aquaman falls asleep. Amber Heard looks at some sand and goes, Okay, we're here. They jump out of the plane. Uh, I guess not sucking out the guy's pet goat. Amber's all, my CG says go this way. They wander through a desert. Eventually, this sucks. I hate you. We're going to die of thirst. You're going to die when I punch you in the face. You're the one that calls this thing your home. Not deserts. Other land's cool. Freeways. There's these things called sewers. Are you trying to provoke me? Uh, I don't know what provoke. Hey, you know what? Your CG sucks. He falls into some sand. Some words are all kingdom of deserts. Aquaman and Amber look at some rubble with a trident indentation on it. She puts Defoe's cylinder into a clockwork gear. Nothing happens. Aquaman's all, ha ha, your CG sucks. <laughs> He's just standing there being dumb. Oh, it's just dried out. Hold still. She puts her hand on his head. We need water. And since this is the emptiest vessel we have, uh... <laughs> she uses a drop of his sweat on the prop. They needed CG to make him sweat. That's another disappointment, I would think. <laughs> the male. Anyway, she uses a drop of his sweat on the prop, which activates it like in Fifth Element. Huh, I could have just peed on it. Some CG gives them a speech about a trident. <laughs> Amber's all, oh, wow, that was awesome. We better not let Odenkirk find this cylinder. She breaks the prop. 
into two things. I memorized the speech, didn't you? Uh, yeah, so, so try to, uh... They somehow get out of the pit and drive to Italy in someone's pickup truck. Amber watches people eat, so she eats some chrysanthemums. <laughs> Aquaman's all, Jesus. Aquaman gives the kid a coin for a wishing well. His coins. When the kid tosses it in, Amber makes CG dolphins and seahorses. The girl screams in terror. Daddy, daddy! I wish for gold, but only got CG. <laughs> Aquaman's all, could have just peed in it. For some reason. <laughs> That's the signature phrase. For some reason, the kid hands Amber her a pop-up book of Pinocchio. <laughs> I don't want this. Here, stranger. Terrified me. Amber suddenly knows how to read. Back in Atlanta, Odenkirk stabs a shrimp man with his trident. The crowd cheers again. <laughs> They're still watching him. The guy's blood is green, because that's the color we want kids to think blood is. <laughs> Meanwhile, Aquaman pretends a bottle is a telescope. Uh, hey, what was the last line of that exposition? Only in the hands of a true king will... Oh, cool, I just solved it. Guess I'm smart suddenly. History Rome was uh, covered in Pinocchio. Uh, suddenly, uh, <laughs> suddenly a statue explodes. Mana and his dumb friends show up on retro rockets and shoot lasers and stuff. Aquaman tries to trick a laser by blocking it with his wrists like Wonder Woman, but it doesn't do anything. Then Mana stabs Aquaman in the tattoo. This makes him fall off a cliff and through an old woman's roof. She doesn't care. She lost her last place when the A-Team crashed their tank into it. <laughs> Aquaman and Mana destroy the old woman's house while music plays, then some other houses while the same music plays. Amber forgets to kill the other guys, so they chase her across some shingles. <laughs> Although she can super jump, she uses a TV antenna to pole vault a couple feet. <laughs> Sourceful. A bell tower blows up. Aquaman tries to kill the Pinocchio girl with a bell. This is. As rubble chips, some tourist extras look scared and walk off screen. That's what China wants to see. Mana forgets how lasers work, so he stabs Aquaman. Amber breaks a guy's hat, which makes the water in his helmet come out. I guess he can't breathe air, although she can. So they're really gifts. Not a very good fight. So he sticks his head in a toilet. He loves it. Oh, God. <laughs> toilet. Genius. Amber uses CG to kill a couple guys with wine spears. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the guy who was the shop's like, what? But that was my 1822 pin one. Aquaman throws some balls and chains at Mana to make him fall off a cliff, another cliff, into some water. Amber's all, Arthur! Aquaman's all, ooh! He staggers from his wounds and collapses. Arthur, Arthur! Uh, stay with me. Wake up! Uh, Arthur! But Arthur's on the rocks. Gosling, wearing a green Speedo and blue fishnets, <laughs> carrying a plastic trident, stands up in front of me and goes, 
Just a quick reminder, I will be appearing in character on a Segway at the Twin Cities Food and the Limbs Speedway this Christmas morning from 9.45 to 9.47 to sing the national anthem. Uh, they didn't ask me. It's just something I like to do instead of charity. And later I'll be at the Solvang Methodist Women's Club Bake Sale where I'll be citing my name on old women's boobs with a tube of frosting. So, please, no flash photography or fatties. Also, just FYI at RL, I too have green blood, something my GP, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze, is unable to account for, although he has prescribed steroids. And uh, I also talk to fish, although I can't tell if they're listening or just floating on the surface because they're dead. Also, all you Haley Steinfeld fans, hold on to your glow sticks. I'll be releasing my first pop single, City of Stars, this week on Spotify and Friendster. <laughs> Pretty short, only has eight words. Apologies to parents in advance for the raciness of the lyrics. Thank you, and please continue waiting for Aquaman to end. <laughs> Sucks when he doesn't have a movie to make fun of. Eventually, he sits down on the trident, and paramedics are summoned. <laughs> Poor Gosling. Just can't catch a break. Aquaman wakes up to find himself on a boat, some leather bracelets on his wrists, and Amber Heard playing a flute. <laughs> oh, did you steal a boat? You. I'd have thought local law enforcement would have detained or monitored us for all the damage we caused in that Italian town. But the ways of the surface people are cray cray. Man, that black bro blames me for his father's death. I could have saved him, but instead I made an enemy. Uh, although I guess he was already my enemy before that. Uh, would have been afterwards anyway. But I learned a lesson. Well, he's dead, so whatever. That character's arc is behind us now. Not sure I've said, said this already, but I'm not a king. You're from two different worlds. That's what makes your character interesting. Me, I got nothing except these fun bags and the stink of death on my thighs. Still interested. Meanwhile, Odenkirk talks to Defoe. I'm on to you, wise guy. Training Aquaman to steal my throne? Don't deny it. I don't deny it. Why? Why don't I deny it? I but never mind. Guards, help Willem Dafoe walk off screen. <laughs> Meanwhile, Amber drives the boat into a storm, where a CG dinosaur shows up and yells at her. Some more show up, so they trick them by lighting flares and hiding behind some glass. The creatures trick them by easily breaking the glass, so Amber and Aquaman leap into the water in slow motion. Good thing sea monsters can't swim. Somehow her flare doesn't go out as they swim deeper down underwater. What the fuck was that all about? Is that her CG? I guess it's supposed to be. Some words are all kingdom of the stench. The dinosaurs lose interest, so Aquaman and Amber Heard find some blue spiral CG. The whale from before tries to eat Amber again, but Aquaman tricks it by punching it instead of talking to it like last time. Some words are all island where this happens. They find some trees. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I was trying to figure out why they're there, like in the movie. And it distracted me. They find some trees. A figure in white plastic stares at Amber Heard. It's Kidman! She and Aquaman stare at each other while music plays, and Amber pretends she's elsewhere. Finally, Kidman's all, Arthur! Ooh. She makes him hug her. Amber is forced to watch and wait. Kidman's all, I forgot how to swim, so I've been living here on this island for 20 years. Uh, I made a choice to save you. I mean your father. Uh, Dad, 
He still walks to the end of the dock every morning and pees, hoping it'll be on your face. The portal that brought you here, blah, blah, something. But the trident is guarded by the Kraken, the creature from legend, as opposed to us. He'll only allow the true king to pass. It's like Aragorn, pass of the dead. Ah, oh, you're afraid. Uh, good. That means you're ready. Amber hurts all. Now we need something more. I, I can't be better than I can. The kingdom needs you. Fight for everyone. By fighting everyone. Aquabed wearies of the discussion and walks into a waterfall, gets tired, looks back at them, then swims into some different, more poorly lit water. <laughs> Finds a cave with a trident in it being held by a green CG guy. It's gold, like the spear in Batman versus Superman, but has three tines like an olive fork. You do not belong here. Uh, I have seen champions fail Conan, Cal Drogo, but this is the worst role you've ever played. Half-breed. Some tentacles throw rocks at him. Aquaman <laughs> uses his hand CG. Oh, uh, look, I know I suck. All right. <laughs> oh, you speak English. Forget what I said. You are awesome. How, who are you? I'm nobody. I had no choice. Athlek and Cavill both failed. Uh, Cyborg, I think that's the same guy as Mana. Uh, Flash, brunch. No man has ever tried to ask for the trident by saying such wisdom. I'm impressed. Aquaman holds the trident while CG screams at him and his eyes turn yellow. Nicole and Amber, who have been standing staring open mouthed at the waterfall all this time, watch him return with the trident. Thankfully, nobody has much to say. <laughs> Later, Odenkirk faces a crowd of water-themed CG and goes, Tomorrow we scorch the surface with water! <laughs> the lobster people scream and grab their spears that their claws are perfectly designed for. I think the crowd misunderstands Odenkirk because suddenly there's a big fight. A bunch of... <laughs> Fight some crabs and a sea cucumber. Uh, I look over at Jacques Cousteau sitting beside me and go, uh, hey, it would be cool. Uh, starfish is shurikens. Meanwhile, lobster man's all, you can take my army, your highness, but you're no ocean master. Odenkirk's wearing a scaly helmet now in case something in the water hurts his head. Another giant sea demon shows up and yells at us. Aquaman also shows up, raises his trident, and also yells. Defoe's all, the king is risen! No, not you, demon. I meant uh, Aquaman or Odenkirk. Some spaceships shoot lasers at a giant lobster. A starfish gives us the finger. <laughs> that was all right. The rest of it's terrible. I like that one. Aquaman tries to hide behind the tines of his trident, but they're glowing too brightly. Lasers blow up some seaweed. I was really trying to not miss any. I wanted. I knew, Tom said he's going to be confused. I wanted every point should be free. Lasers blow up some seaweed. Note. Amber Heard trips over some water, so a shark carries her out of harm's way by ramming her with its teeth. Then she and Aquaman lose interest in the battle and kiss, uh, while CG explodes randomly far away from them. <laughs> uh, what's the plan? My dick's hard and I'm kind of dumb. <laughs> not get killed. Cool. Uh, not get. 
What? Aquaman surfs a stingray and shoots lasers from his trident at some baffled seagulls. <laughs> For some reason, Aquaman and Odenkirk decide to trident fight each other on top of a floating abyss spaceship while some propellers pinwheel around them. Suspensefully, these propellers almost hurt the much smaller Odenkirk. But fortunately, he tricks Aquaman by fighting him some more. Amber Heard and Defoe watch all this on TV underwater, then change the channel. Finally, Aquaman's all, Oh, yeah! He twirls the twining around like a cheerleader baton, which Odenkirk has no answer for. Defoe smirks. I taught him that! I call it the, um... Spinning... Uh, thing. <laughs> Aquaman starts to kill Odenkirk, then decides to troll him. Odenkirk gets upset. Come on! Please! Mercy's not our way! Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, bro, but I'm the Aquaman! Kidman's all, That's enough killing! This movie's almost three hours already! Let's all be friends! If only I'd said that earlier! <laughs> Defoe's all, Kidman's alive? Where was she during the battle? <laughs> Amber's all, it's a long story. I'll tell you later. Defoe's expression's all, I can wait. <laughs> You're both my children. I love you so much. One evil and stupid. The other tattooed and stupid. Odenkirk bows his head asleep. Some Power Rangers walk up and bow to Kidman. <laughs> One grabs Odenkirk and goes, You're under arrest for the movie ending. <laughs> Amber's all, Today, new blood has been shed. I give you a new world. Aquaman! <laughs> Everybody cheers. Arthur! Arthur! Aquaman's all, Who? <laughs> Amber smiles, You better! Then he's all, yeah, bro, I did something in this! And he pumps his spear. Later, Aquaman's dad comes down to the dock, unzips, and suddenly notices Nicole Kidman standing there in front of him. They hug while Aquaman's VO's all, my mother was queen. It was never meant to be. Uh, they made me what I am. King of the seas, Pinocchio of the land. But I'm also an Aquaman! <laughs> he jumps out of the water and stares at us in midair. After some words tell me who CG'd the clams. You didn't die from wine spears, black man! Wow. Uh, now to avenge my dad by building another suit. <laughs> See you in 2019. I predict I lose again. The end. <laughs> Kelly, once... Once again, you've made me glad I saw a terrible movie. Thank you. Oh. Uh, that's the goal. <laughs> You know, Aquaman. Uh, this is one of those movies that I'm watching the whole time thinking, uh, the only thing that'll salvage this is the, the synopsis. <laughs> I always think I'm already watching the opsis, and I have to remember, I have to transcribe all this verbatim later. It's so dumb. Well, but, well done. It made our experiences all, all the better. Yeah. All right, good. I was very sick, and I was thought I was way not far. Uh, my over is Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, which ah, I have, one. which I have since watching uh, in the theaters. Watched again, and I, I kind of have a soft spot for it because it's terrible, admittedly. Um, but uh, 
after a repeated viewing, I really like uh, how spirited Cara Delevingne is. Yeah. And I like how, and I like how her character isn't putting up with any of Dane DeHaan's shit, and she's like. She, like I, I, she's really fun to watch in that, and then some of the crazy look Besson stuff is kind of engaging. It's a big mess and it's horrible, like this movie. But They're unlike, but unlike this movie, I am fascinated watching Cara Delevingne. There's nothing like that in this movie that that is enjoyable to watch. It's even nearly as near enjoyable to watch as Cara Delevingne. Nobody in that in this movie seems as invested. Uh, my I under that there's a underwater sequence where a jellyfish like gloms onto somebody's head yeah they have to go into yeah. the the little sea whale area and get the little jellyfish parasite that she puts on her head so she can find out where dane dehan has disappeared into in the the dark center of the the city of a thousand planets yeah uh, um so he my, sucks. he's the weak point of it oh he you definitely know. is yeah yeah and i feel sorry for the poor guy because i've liked him in other stuff but he's completely yeah He's completely in over his head. He can't live up to what the movie's trying to do, and uh, yeah, it's, it's terrible. But it's yeah. really fascinating watching her, and I, uh, I, I want to go back and watch Suicide Squad again. And now. she's enjoying it. Exactly. That's it, Kelly Wan. Is I think Cara Delevingne is just having a great time, uh, and it, it kind of shows. Um, yeah. And I, like I didn't, that. I didn't get that sense from anyone here. Everyone here. I seemed... got it. All right, we'll talk. <laughs> I disagree. Go ahead. Everyone here seems suitably embarrassed to be participating, uh, and, well, they should be. It's horrible. So my under, I'm going to go with, for my under, a movie that never even came out. Uh, if you go to a, a website called the, uh, oh, shoot, the Atavist, just do a Google search for an article on a movie called Empire of the Deep. Uh, Empire yeah. of the Deep is a nutso project that's actually been filmed. A Chinese billionaire hired various Hollywood directors. He even had Irving Kirshner on board at a certain point uh, to shoot a script he had written. And this guy's it's a it's about fighting uh, seahorses against crabs. And there's a Greek hero and. Uh, it's absolutely insane the money that he threw at this, thinking that he could get some sort of a Western Chinese fusion going, uh, which since that time, this was back in, I think, about 10 years ago, uh, has been done actually successfully. Um, so you, you can look at a trailer for this. The only famous person in it is Olga Kirilenko, who showed up to do one one or two scenes as like the Queen of the Deep or something. Uh, and this article about the production of this movie is absolutely nuts. The movie's a huge disaster. Nobody knows what they're doing. There's even a little bit of drama where one of the actresses just got sick of it and wanted to leave the, the production, and they wouldn't give her her passport back. So she had to sneak out of the country. Uh, just, uh, you know, the various trailers have been made. Uh, it's it's just an, a huge, colossal example of a guy with money wanting to get a movie made and having no idea how to do it. And the not with dragons. Well, but it never got made. I mean, the the thing has been there have there's been footage from it. It's presumably shot as it has been for uh, you know, I guess three or four years now. Uh, and it's it's never going to come out. Uh, you know, nobody's picked it up. Nobody famous is in it. It's really funny too. Looking at the lead actor in it and what they did with his hair, they gave him a kind of a fro, because I don't think they understood like cross culturally what 
a Greek hero is supposed to look like? Because that's the uh, whole premise, is that a Greek hero falls in with this underwater kingdom uh, and falls in love with the Queen of the Sea. Or so Empire of the Deep, huge mess of a movie that never even came out. That's my under, because at least <laughs> this movie came out. So, Dingus, you go next and then throw it over to Kelly Wand. Oh, this movie is horrible. It's just horrible. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, so Over and Under was really hard for me. Uh, I guess Under I would put Justice League because yeah. at least I think Jason Momoa, as as dopey as he is, he, has, he seems to have a sense of humor about himself and he seems to be funny. Um, he can make jokes every now and then that, you know, uh, that, that's basically all he has going for him other than his physique is, is just being able to say things like permission to come aboard. You know, I mean, he's, he's no Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, that's what you could say about him. So I would put, I guess I would put that as the under, uh, and over, I would put Sahara. Um, (laughs) wow. That's a burn. Earn you, Aquaman. Yeah, Sahara's horrible. It's horrible. It is a horrible movie. What a murder! But, but uh, when we were out in the uh, in the um, ocean of sand, uh, I couldn't help but thinking about Sahara and the things uh, that I liked about Sahara and the things that worked about it and how Steve Zahn was was useful and how Matthew McConaughey was useful. Um, uh, but there's just I don't know that there's anything redeemable about this movie. It's it's horrible. I mean, what, what the fuck were they doing? Oh God, it's just there's there's so much stuff that you could that you could get out of this. There's so much you could play with. Uh, I don't they, know. Did and they, they did nothing with it. They did nothing. They did nothing with the mythology that they could have done. Uh, and instead it, it really does and this is why I made the joke it really does feel like um, uh, Black Panther made for TV it's but we're even worse than that because uh, it's basically the same story uh, and I'm sure it was developed before that and all that so it's not like they were they were aping it but it, it but unfortunately for them Black Panther came out this year and so this feels like it was a made-for-TV version of those kind of elements, like brothers fighting and all that kind of crap. So, Kelly Wine, your turn. Uh, Black Panther reference is interesting because that makes me like Aquaman less. Uh, although I didn't like – my stepfather was the only person who was looking forward to this. He's a Prometheus apologist. And so when he saw it and I asked for his comments and he wrote – they crammed too much crap into it. Spiny monsters were inconsequential, and Black Guy could have been cut except for Easter Egg at the very end. Air floating in water was very cool, great special effects. Uh, but you see, can't do jokes. Uh, I did. I thought that Jason Momoa did look like he was really stoked to be Aquaman. He was like the one saving grace for me in the movie. Because in uh, Justice League and Batman vs Superman, Affleck looked like he wished he was dead, and Cavill looked like he would, like he kind of. I wanted it to be good, but he had to say what he had to say. Um, but uh, but my idea was Justice League too, because it's just not fun to watch at all, and this isn't fun to watch at all either, and it's much longer. But yeah, remember in Justice League, there's a little part where 
there's Aquaman and Amber Heard underwater, and it looked like shit in that movie. It looked really dark and depressing and boring. And in this, it's kind of a little livelier and brighter. But they have no chemistry at all. Um, and it's funny oh. that they're supposed to be... It's supposed to be a it happen one <laughs> night kind of bantered thing. DC's so... I don't know. the Black Because Black Panther, those the characters are really textured. And this movie kind of reminded me of Thor Dark World, where I'm just like, is this really... Uh, my over was Thor Ragnarok because the characters are way less boring, but I like Wonder Woman more than this too. Um, so, uh, yeah, Aquaman. I don't know. I, I liked just like he sucks when he talks. He's, when he speaks English, I think is a and I hated him as Conan, but um, I don't know what more you could have done with him than what he did. Um, so yeah, he is not funny and he's not a good actor. But he seemed really excited that he was Aquaman. And that was kind of cute. So I have a twisted affection for Jason Momoa as I'm with, Aquaman. I'm with you on that. I'm totally I, I'm actually totally with you on that because he's done so much he's done so much uh, to help with the PR and marketing of this. He loves it. Like, and he yeah. seems to have such a sense of humor about himself. Yeah. And that welcome bro. <laughs> that goes a long way with me. When when an actor like of of his stature seems to have a sense of humor about himself compared to Affleck as Batman. Exactly. As, as, as opposed to an actor who takes himself too seriously. Jason Momoa seems to have a a sense of, uh, of humor about himself. And I really like that about the dude. I mean, I I like him. I mean, I can't help it. I mean, he's totally, I mean, I'm not going to, he's hot. He's so hot. He's so funny about like little bits of himself but the writing is so horrible yeah the right it's such a bad script i hate the script of this it's and terrible. i i can't blame him for that but no, i, I well. kind of forgive him for for because he's just so he just has a sense of humor he's a bunk killer That's it. He's he a seems bunk like killer. he'd be fun to hang well, out with. it's a great he word seems like a cool bro he a seems bunk killer is a great word yeah i i could i could imagine sitting there with him and uh and that dude who played uh, Janko Fett um, uh, and uh, having a beer. I mean, yeah. yeah. And I didn't think that after Conan. Conan just made me go, oh, don't let him speak English ever again. But I was like, when this made a lot of money, I was like, oh, good, Momoa. You're probably going to get super baked tonight. I don't what were you gonna say. <laughs> I don't. I don't begrudge him that. Actually, that's what I'm saying. He's not tarnished. But Amber Heard looked really depressed, and I felt bad for her. She looked really distracted. She's long. She doesn't look good in red hair. And uh... well, I don't know. It's hard to. Okay, go on. <laughs> I'm but, still interested in Amber Her red hair doesn't look real. I mean, not, none of this yeah. looks real. Not, nothing they always do that with comic book characters. They never. The hair color is never the same as the one in the comics, and then they make it the same. But he has a funny line where he's like, redheads, what are you going to do? Or, I mean, he's like some, something like that. But she doesn't look like a redhead. She looks like somebody who's just had her hair dyed in this weird, like, strange red patina. I mean, it has nothing to do with the real – anything that would be a real world color. Uh, and, She's uh, not very sensuous in this, and that's a waste of Amber Heard. Because if you think of her in Three Days to Die, that Kevin Costner movie, she's really primed up in that. What did you guys think of Patrick Wilson? God, I, I, he does—he does get props for being able to say Ocean Master without giggling. Ocean Master, yeah, good lord. Yeah, 
So you guys, the whole thing you guys are appreciating about Jason Momoa just made me like like the movie even less because uh, what you're saying about Momoa is absolutely true, but the movie did nothing to capitalize on that. No, and so the fact that not. the fact that Momoa is a funny, good-natured guy and he can deal with like bad material, like they gave him nothing to do, and I I already know that he's hot and funny and talented and he's a good sport. And a movie should be able to capitalize on that. And this movie didn't. This movie did nothing. Yeah, sure, he's having fun being Aquaman. He's having fun making, you know, what, $5 million, whatever they're paying him. Uh, of course. But the movie does nothing to showcase that or highlight it or even touch on it, really. Uh, so I, I don't give the movie points for the fact that Jason Momoa is a lot of fun. Uh, I just because if you can't acknowledge that in the movie, if you can't make that part of the movie, it is so awkward every time it tries to give him a little crack or a joke, or every yeah. time it's trying to decide, you know, are we going to do playful banter between Aquaman and Mara? The movie can't make up its mind, and it can't, it doesn't do justice to anyone's talent in the movie. Amber Heard. Uh, so I rewatched uh, All the Boys Love Mandy Lane recently, and she's oh. Am, Amber Heard is is great when she wants to be when she can be and you know they they give her some cleavage and she looks kind of like cool and sexy when they give her the white zombie eyes and she's casting a spell and she looks like something that would be out of a comic book but that's all just visual like they don't give dialogues no good yeah, her dialogue's no good. They don't give anyone anything. Even and poor Patrick Wilson's just embarrassing the stuff that he's yeah. got to do with a straight face. Dolph Lundgren might be the. It's it's sort of like watching. It's sort <laughs> yeah. of like watch watching Peter Cushing in Star Wars, where Peter Cushing is the only guy who's had experience with crappy B movies and who knows what sorts of sensibilities to bring to this material. Everybody yeah. else is playing it straight in Star Wars, and you know we all love that. But Peter Cushing. <clears throat> has unique insight into, you know, after years of Hammer horror movies, how to be that kind of a villain. In this movie, Dolph Lundgren might be the only guy who is aware of how ridiculous it is and seems to be playing with it and seems to he seems to roll with it just because Dolph Lundgren has a long career doing the kind of crappy movies that Peter Cushing had a long career doing when Star Wars came out. So Dolph Lundgren might be the only person who I thought really worked in this movie. And they didn't give him much either, but he seemed to know it, and I, yeah. So I, I, I yeah, I, I just I, nobody looked good in this movie. I, I thought even even, even actors Momoa. I really really like, even Momoa, even uh, J, you know Patrick Wilson, Willem Dafoe can just do all sorts of weird crazy stuff. He's been in uh, so Thankless many horrible role. movies. Yeah, exactly. All of it. Kidman, Every, thankless. Kelly Wand. Every role in this movie is thankless. Mostly, I, the thing that was bugging me a lot while I was watching it, and maybe this is a dumb complaint, but it was so fucking um, predictable. Like everything happened exactly in the what, what I thought was going to happen. Like there's not going to thing. He's going to need to find the thing, and then he's going to lose the fight. And then he Amber Heard will show. Like not one point in it was like, oh, right. oh. And Marvel movies do that. Thor Ragnarok did it a lot of it, and so did Infinity War. That was like the one thing I liked about Infinity War. Okay. The unpredictability, you're saying? Yeah, compared yeah. to this, I just think it's a DC studio bullshit thing, and it, it's like everything that I was talking about in that thread about Marvel comics versus DC comics. Like when I was a kid, DC just can't keep up. Like the whole idea of like doing a Justice League movie and then making an Aquaman movie after that is dumb. Um, and it's really long, Tom. Like if if like I could see where you if if it was if I wasn't liking it, it's really long to just sit through something you're not enjoying. 
And it's uh, so like it, yeah, as, the, the length is absurd. Like it really has no business being that long. Because oh, I'm God. at least baked, yeah. and you're sitting there sober, going Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> that must be rough, Tom. Uh, and you, you don't have a kid to like watch. To watch. That's the thing too. Is I see these movies all alone. So I'm sitting there watching Aquaman alone, but at least kind of uh, drunk. Stuff. Well, I mean, I think it speaks volumes that this movie gets an A minus on CinemaScore. It's what people want, and it's what people yeah. who, and I don't, I don't mean this as the insult that it's going to sound like, but it's what people who don't really have a critical eye towards movies can enjoy. Uh, it's it's product, as I've called other yeah. movies, and it's very predictable product, and it doesn't offer anything unique or even have to be. very good. Um, right, it didn't have to be, and it got its A minus on CinemaScore, and it's going to make its international box office, and I. It's it's actual opening was exactly what the studios predicted. And, right. Uh, for, DC, for Warner Brothers, that's good news because right. Justice League, like they've had a lot of bombs, so this right. is like in their expectations. Well, it's it's like, that, oh. yeah, I think the bombs have taught them to lower their expectations and yeah. their, their it's budgets. Yeah, like Sarah Palin at the debate. <laughs> well, they and Jason Momoa is a lot cheaper than uh, Ben Affleck, I, I'm sure, as well. Now he won't be. Uh, Right, now we will oh, yeah, probably, But that's the trick. That's the thing. Everyone goes, oh, Jason Momoa is amazing. Let's put him in everything. And he'll make like a cop movie. He'll, they'll then diesel him. And then every, and then he'll, his limitations will come into sharper focus. And then he'll be Well, sad. actually, I, I do think that that's the, – the good takeaway from this movie is that Jason Momoa is going to get to choose a lot of different things. And he's probably going to do things that highlight – like he he's he's had a his career is very well managed and he's going to do things that probably highlight his strengths. I can see him having a Dwayne Johnson kind of career where people realize, hey, this guy's kind of funny and he's good natured and like Dinga said, he's self deprecating. Let's give him roles that leverage that. And Dwayne I, Johnson's a better actor, though. Even I would say that to you. I I you know no, I, I would Kelly I would want... put him up more on the line of John Cena actually. Hey, I, uh, I, I think Momoa, uh, you know, watching the way that he played uh, in Game of Thrones, played a, a sort of a dullard who – his character is kind of a dullard who learns to to understand uh, Khaleesi a little bit more. Like the progression, the sort of subtle progression he made still being within the context of a mm. barbarian I thought yeah. was really good in Game of Thrones. And Kelly Wand, you didn't like Bad Batch, but I loved him in Bad Batch. Oh, uh, no, I liked him in that. Oh, OK. And I thought in I Bad Batch – Bad Batch, he was great as this, you know, father in an apocalypse. Like it was, it was sort of like the Jason Momoa version of The Road, where he's the the main character and he's got a child and the and the terrible stuff that happens to him. I think you watch Bad Batch, even given whatever limitations that movie has, you come away really appreciating that Jason Momoa is he's good. I like him. No, as I kind of like it. I notice he doesn't yeah. talk in it though. The less he talks, the better he is. Well. I, I mean, I, I, that's in a way. I think it's harder as as an actor. I mean, it, yeah. he, he's, well, he, he's got he's got such depends. incredible because of his physique. He's got such incredible presence anyway. But uh, I've yeah. just noticed Game of Thrones, Bad Batch, and I like Bad Batch. I think I I thought I liked it. Uh, those are his best roles, and he talks very little. What, and Conan. Can you guys like remind me what Bad Batch is? So Bad Batch is a movie that when Kelly Wan saw it, didn't want to talk about it when we brought it up on the podcast for the the movies that we saw because Bad Batch is a weird. Um, it's a woman named Lily Amanpour. She's the woman who did uh, – oh, shoot. Is it A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, that thing, Kelly Wand? Oh, uh, the, yeah. Iran the Iranian director? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, well, she's American. She's of Iranian heritage. Um, but it's a, it's a dystopia movie about what if all uh, immigrants and criminals and problem people were just thrown into the desert 
where they had to create their own society. And it opens with an actress I really like named Suki Waterhouse. Uh, she's our hero. Yeah. Thro- thrown out into this – like she, they, they literally just push you on the other side of a fence and lock it behind you. And because the people in this society – it's like Escape from New York but in a desert with a little bit of a political sensibility to the story. Uh, and it's got a really shocking opening. But Jason Momoa is a guy. He plays a Cuban who is a family man who has made his place in this post-apocalyptic criminal society. Uh, it's got a weird Keanu Reeves appearance. It's got a really, really good Jim Carrey appearance where, speaking of not talking, he's got no lines. He looks like a homeless guy. Oh, I guy. remember you saying that. Yeah. yeah. So Bad Batch is a really weird, erratic movie. I think it's also gorgeous. Like, it's it's super colorful, which is an odd choice. Um, and is Jason J- Momoa doing a Cuban accent? think he might be. Kelly Wan, do you remember? I don't remember him talking at all. Oh, no, he talks in Spanish or something, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's definitely playing a Hispanic fella instead of a, I don't if he's Samoan. I don't he's know a what cannibal. He <laughs> well, everybody is, and, the, and the, that's the right. thing, is that this is, that's how people get by, is they have to eat other people, and they have to harvest, they have to keep people alive and harvest their limbs. Like, it's a really grim movie, and that's part of what's oh. shocking about it, is how it introduces us to this world, and I... I don't well, think this Keanu is Keanu Reeves. And, well, Keanu <laughs> and, he's, and he's a DJ in it, I might add. Oh, well, he's he's sort of yeah, like a weird cult figure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just to give Dingus a fuller picture of what the Bad Batch is. So yeah, Bad, <laughs> Bad Batch Dingus is not for you, but it's a great way to to <laughs> to let to see what Jason Momoa can do. I, I think. Yeah. All he's right. good in it. He really is, and it, it's it's where he's perfect for the role, though. So. Um, and that's not not every role is Jason Momoa sized, right? Right. But uh, come on, man, he he wants to entertain you in this. You should like. <laughs> He's trying to help uh, you, Tom. Enjoy your Saturday. I, I also <laughs> <Christmas>. think <laughs> uh, James Wan can't do action. Uh, man, you know, he's, I... he... Go not ahead. in this, but in Furious Seven, can. I kind of like. This that. is he's not good at CG action. I, I think know. I don't like him his stuff usually. I don't like Saw. I don't like Conjuring. I like Saw. Did you... oh, I don't like Saw. I... Did he do Insidious, Tom? Yeah. Oh well, he. Let me see. Hold on. I think he did one. I I lose track of him. Uh, yeah, Insidious, Conjuring, uh, Insidious Two. I like chunks of Furious Seven, but he's no Justin Lin. I don't like. I think James Wan's not that good. But this is that's the thing. Is like I don't expect much, so I went in and I went, oh, it's James well, Wan. What's the last James Wan we saw? We we did another James Wan. It's Furious Seven. It's, yeah. Oh, Fury Seven. Yeah, I think he can. I think he can do that. But yeah, you guys, you guys were on board with Fury Seven. I, I wasn't. I was and way I, on board with yeah. that. I'm yeah, way on board yeah. with the most furious movies. Well, like, hey, but this movie just has their worst. terrible CG. It's just terrible CG. He he did a movie with Kevin Bacon, a, a, a Death Wish movie with Kevin Bacon called Death Sentence, uh, shortly after Saw, that has good. Um, small self-contained action sequences, like little set oh. pieces where a couple of people are fighting each other, a shootout. But I, I think, because I, I wasn't into Furious 7 like you guys were, and especially like this, you, you absolutely with the CG, I just don't think he either cares or is good at creating action sequences on this scale with this level of CG. Did he do 8? But we've talked eight. about this no, before. No, that's Justin Lin. Yeah, it was Justin Lin. Uh, oh. We've talked about this before, though, He's not necessarily responsible for the CG. Um, right, I mean, but as, how do we how do we break that down when we're talking about as a choreograph like a Fury Road compared to that? That's where I, you're using CG. Uh, 
I mean, he didn't. He of course doesn't do it, but he he you know the studios that and again this is where I wish that individual studios would get credit. Although I don't yeah. know who worked on this, but the the studios do the sequences and he looks over them and he can say no and send it back, make these changes. I mean, he's responsible not for making it, but he's responsible for deciding what gets made and that of that gets put on screen. Um, and uh, I, Fur- I will say, oh, go ahead, Kelly. One Furious Seven. Just real quick, Furious Eight is was directed by a black guy named F. Gary Gray. So not just so Furious, oh. which is the Justin Lin one. Uh, four through six. Okay, so I, I lost track of yeah. So and I love five, and you hate five. I I yeah. Once well, five you hate- when the Rock shows up, isn't it? Yeah, and Tom doesn't like it. I don't, I don't like why. it. I'm not a big fan of any of them. You guys are. Like I, I like. Uh, I like. Pop- what I like Paul Walker. I like. Uh, I, I you don't, like I, two. I like the first five minutes. The first fifteen minutes of three, three. are brilliant. And that's and it. Otherwise, uh, and I, I I like the I like how Rob. Co- I like the first one, and I like the first fifteen minutes of three, and the rest of them I'll I'll certainly watch. But I'm not a big fan of. I don't. I don't they're too Dude. much Vin Diesel. They're too much Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel can't anchor a movie. Uh, the uh, not uh, you know he. You get used to him, <laughs> <laughs> right? But at any rate, I I right. don't think that I don't think that James Wan has any of Justin Lin's ability. Sucks. Like Justin Lin, I thought did great action in the Star Trek movie, that Star yeah. Trek Beyond thing, and I don't think James Wan has. That was shown... Justin Lin, I thought. No, that's what I'm saying. Is that Justin Lin uh... was able to to use what he learned on Fast and Furious and bring it into uh Seriously. into into like he just because Justin Lin started doing um. Like Better Luck Tomorrow in Annapolis, like right, he was a right, little yeah. indie filmmaker who grew up to be an action filmmaker. Right. James Wan was an indie filmmaker who who did Saw and who did these larger horror movies, some of which I think are very good. Who has not, I feel, been able to success, successfully maybe, translate those skills into action. Maybe Warner got it mixed up. Oh, you're that guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Aquaman. Yeah. It, perfect. I, we I, love I, your action. It certainly doesn't work here. I mean, there, there no, are no. weird, like, I mean, this, it was spatial you know, awareness. All, all I kept thinking during this movie, especially during the, the sequence where, um, uh, now I can only think of him as Bob Odenkirk. Um, Patrick yeah, Wilson. Patrick, Patrick Wilson, Wilson, right? Wilson oh, his name is, is his name in the movie is Orm, please. Hello. Orm. <laughs> uh, is uh, dragging his his own special trident, which I don't understand why they call all yeah. these things tridents when trident means three, right? Uh, why do we get? I don't to mean call, eight. Why 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 do we get to call the mom's trident a trident when it has? Like, and the trident shoot lasers. Several too, prongs. They still have time. I mean, anyway, when he's doing that across the the uh, the submarine that uh, that yeah, two submarines, I guess. Okay. Um, uh, High speed screw torpedo in the water. <laughs> Sorry, what? I had an episode. I had an outburst. My, my apologies. All I can think about was was that this is this is an animated movie and the last animated movie we saw is so much better than this animated movie and, That's and true. this this is you know we we just saw uh, the the Spider-Man the Spider-Verse movie and that's an animated movie and this is basically for all intents and purposes an animated movie and So let's ask Tom when his... they're dragging uh, Willem Dafoe's character off 
Like, uh, go take him off, but make sure he can have a view. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're just dragging – that's just an animated sequence. It's it's cartoons. It's not – it's no different than Spider-Man as far as I'm concerned. It's so just Tom- that, that a dude happened to have his face there. I mean, I don't know what the difference is. Last week, Tom said that animation can never compete with the live-action performance for immersiveness. Right. Correct. You still feel that way when you hold side-by-side Spider-Verse and Aquaman. Right. Uh, The analog would be uh, Gravity, which is also fully animated. Sandra Bullock and George Clooney's face is basically in it a few times. But one of the... One of the dirty little secrets about gravity is almost all of that is a cartoon, is animated, but yeah. their faces uh, and their faces in, in gravity, I think, are hugely moving. Sandra Bullock is great in right. that. Uh, and it's the same thing that this is doing. The problem is this uh. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse has a great script. Right. Gravity has Quality a of the movie. Gravity has a great script. Gravity, I find, because I'm looking at Sandra Bullock, I'm looking at George Clooney, I'm looking at actors who are very accomplished at conveying emotions. Uh, that's way more effective to me than Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which I also loved. I love both of them, but I just feel that one of them will always hit me harder than the other, all things being equal. This is not a great script. It is not particularly good animation. Uh, I don't think any of the actors are, that's a different are, are point. very well leveraged. But yeah. well, my, my, my point is, all things being equal, animation will never compete with, with live action, with seeing an actual actor's performance in face. Unless they're integrated seamlessly as in Gravity. Or wait, I mean, okay. Whatever well, my, my point is, in Gravity, Gravity doesn't then draw over Sandra Bullock's face. Like, Gravity right. is all is all animation. Gravity is but every, looks, much, is every much as, is every bit as much an animated movie as Aquaman. Um, but that's but, not what – that's – come on. That's cheating because Spider-Verse doesn't look like it's live action. No, and that's exactly my point, Kelly Wand, is if it doesn't look like it's live action, if it's not live action, if I'm not seeing an actual actor – Does it look live action? Okay. Yeah. I mean I, it's, I, 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 people's faces. I mean that's how – we are biologically wired to respond to expressions. And when those expressions are authentic and are on the faces of actual other entities, beings, creatures, persons, people – uh, that just affects us more than even somebody who is really good at drawing and really good at stylizing an expression, really good at avoiding the uncanny valley. They can mm. never be as good as the actual person. Uh, that's that's my whole point. So so the reason I bring up Spider-Man. Gravity, Kelly Wand, is this compared to Spider-Man. Yeah, absolutely. I would rather watch Spider-Man. I cared more about the characters in Spider-Man than I did this. I think a more fair comparison would be Spider-Man and Gravity, where they're both equally animated, but Gravity shows us the face of actors who so are really a dumb superhero movie. To be fair. Uh, okay, I prefer movies. I prefer Spider-Man: Homecoming. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I mean, Over partly, partly because. Yeah, it was partly because I, I love Tom Holland as an actor. I've followed the guy's career since he was a, a lot younger, and I, you know, I, I get something out of watching him playing a superhero that I don't get watching the people draw Spider-Man. Even though I enjoyed both very much, uh, I would rather watch Tom Holland be Spider-Man than the the really really good talented artists who did uh, Into the Spider-Verse. But you so prefer it's, Aquaman it, to, to Spider-Verse. I. It, what what about Aquaman? Aquaman just doesn't even it's not even in the same realm. It's a crappy horrible movie. So it, movie. is it your connection with the human being who's playing the part? 
Yeah. Well, I, I think it's I, I think, like I said, I think we're biologically wired to have empathy when we see actual human beings in a way that doesn't exist when you watch a cartoon. What about a cartoon dog versus a live action? That's actually a, that's actually a fascinating because uh, as you were talking about this, Tom, I was thinking about the opening sequence of the movie Up. And how how emotionally moving that was to me, and 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 how different animated movies are uh, emotionally moving to me. But your connection is an emotional connection to an actual person, almost. I mean, that's the point of drama. I, I think. Yeah. Is you yeah. actually want what you know. All of this is an offshoot of oral storytelling and then theater eventually uh like all of this is is seeing human beings reenact drama whether it's 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 comedy or tragedy or romance uh and once you substitute that with drawn pictures whether it's a computer drawing or a person uh i i think you're losing a certain inherent empathy that goes with the story what about uh, and reading then it makes a the movie. Well, that's your imagination, and that's something completely different. Nobody's drawing pictures for me. That's me drawing yeah. the pictures for myself. That's me, by the way, also, Kelly Wan, putting in what I know of the human experience and, and human empathy. Like right, that's right. that's completely internal and ultimately, and as I'm sure you would agree, far more effective than watching what somebody else is showing me. Right. Um, but different too, like yeah. just different in form. But I, none of this is to minimize in Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Uh, right, right. But it is to say, Dingus is absolutely right. This is a cartoon. This is fully animated. The stuff when they're underwater is right. It is laughable. Like yes. I don't know what I don't. I don't know who wrote off on that. And I can see, I can understand because I've seen little can frames. You- I've seen little frames of Aquaman as a as a cart as a comic book, and I can see. I imagine someone showing James Wan the comic book and saying, "Here's how it looks." And when they're underwater, their voices are wavy, and I could see maybe why they did this. But it's like nobody ever told them that it looks ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, when sharks are growling, I mean, honestly. Uh, uh, well, that's the I thing. Like is the octopus, the playing bongos, that are like, all right, there's a little Thor Ragnarok. Well, if this, second. if the whole thing had been completely nutso, that stuff Dang. would have been great. Which is one of the reasons I prefer Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. Uh, is that 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 movie knows that movie's just full of nuts stuff, and it's not trying to make it seem like some drama about kingdoms coming together and and all this this stuff's too the. I, I realize that the Black Panther comparison is fantastic because I think someone who worked on this script thought that Patrick Wilson was an ambiguously – like that he might have had a good point with their whole pollution subtext. Yeah, is their uh, Michael B. Jordan character. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. He's their yep. killmonger or whatever. Yeah, yeah, There's this idea that he might have a point, but he's just going about it the wrong way and the, the – the surface people and underwater people have to learn to live together, and the surface people can't be throwing their trash down here because it's it's poisoning the children of the underwater people. Somebody looked at that and thought, wow, this is a really complex, morally ambiguous villain this that we gonna, have yeah. here. And, Make people yeah, think. Yeah, and it's just it's, – We'll get credit. It's just like nobody told them that all this stuff looks silly. I mean, seahorses. That's a joke to me when the seahorses are actually whinnying. Like that right there is a it's a yeah. it's a joke in a comic book panel. Right. <laughs> and and they're expressing it here in earnest, I I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. During the battle scenes. And and so it's the same thing with Patrick Wilson's character's motivation, I think. They they think in earnest this is a morally ambiguous 
Uh, this is, you know, this is a villain that maybe we can sympathize with, uh, that maybe we can yeah. feel conflicted yes, about. Is he doing the right thing? Uh, it's cool. you just made me hate the octopus because I just realized it's like Valerian was aliens, and even in a Marvel movie, you wouldn't have like an octopus playing bongos unexplained. Like we know that can't happen. Like it's right. that. I mean, this is supposed to be Earth, like our world. Exactly. And in a Marvel, in the Marvel universe, it would have been at least a radioactive octopus with superpowers <laughs> or an alien. <laughs> DC's like, yeah, just have an octopus playing bongos. It's like party. It's a kids movie, and then it's, right away it takes. Tom at like, all right, so everything's bullshit and none of this is real, and they're just gonna shoot, like you said, like random shots of things that they think look cool, but there's no thought to it at all. Yeah, because no, well, there's no world building. Well, exactly. What I exactly. liked was the, you know, I I didn't understand why, uh, why are these sharks growling? Why can they talk? And, why? That was the answer. I want to know. And then, well, later in the movie, the the younger uh, the younger Aquaman dude. Says, "Oh, I can talk underwater. Yeah, we can talk underwater, but that's not all we can do. We can do more than just talk. Make uh, sharks growl. We can make sharks growl. We can swim super fast. We can so jump it's Flintstones underwater. underwater. <laughs> it, was, it, it was basically that, but at it's least, a living. At least they explained it away. Uh, we do have one. That's not an explanation." Well, they, they, that he no, can't make. We can make octopus play bongo drums. All no, right. no, it's it's. I said they explained it away. It's not oh, ignored. Explained. Waved it away. I mean, there's there's yeah, there, there's no reason why, uh, there's no reason why you can talk underwater like that. There's no reason why that works physically. And some uh, of them can breathe water, and some of them can't. And they send the ones that can't breathe air up to intercept. Ever heard it? Aquaman in the desert. Yeah, then but you said your your A force for that, like then they have to do air it early in order to breathe. Yeah, I mean, I what mean, a, what a suspenseful fight! Oh my god, we just have to knock their hats off. We ah. do have one red runner this week, and the one uh, person. Yeah, uh, this is well, Muhammad Abdallah, and Muhammad Abdallah actually kind of liked the movie. I think you know. Um, I felt dumb for uh, not liking it afterwards. Like, you know Muhammad what? Abdallah says there was a bad movie in here that wanted to break out, but somehow James Wan kept that suppressed. Uh, oh, the opposite of what Tom said. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Muhammad Abdallah said, you know, that there, there is a terrible movie within this, but, but thanks to James, James Wan's steady hand, sort of kept it under wraps uh he and he was he and uh muhammad Allah said he he felt ambivalent coming out of it aquaman um and he thinks that that's kind of an accomplishment of the movie like a last jedi oh, i don't know if it was good or bad well he, it just feels like the the movie walked a tightrope and it it kind of basically made it over made it it made it overall i mean he by dc slightly, standards he's he, he in the end, Muhammad Abdallah says it's it's slight. His his review would be slightly positive, but ultimately it's not worth it. Is he an uh, Aquaman fan? Because I really don't know much about Aquaman. I don't comic book wise, and I know he well, they kind of tried to hit him up with a hook. Well, but he's well, still he, white with a beard. He loves how it it's he loves the choice of beginning the movie where Aquaman uh, lets Black Mantis's dad die. Yeah, uh, I did he like that. He likes that that's, that's the beginning of the movie. 
I like that one's kind of like a dumb jock, too, except they don't stick to that because he can solve brain teasers with telescopes, too, and that they just ignore it when they want him to say something clever. Um, yeah, like that, the, yeah, that whole bit where he knew Roman history. Uh, oh, God. Like that See, I'm not so dumb. <laughs> I, I will say, though, to you know, someone who in, enjoys this, like I can understand at least it's not as morose as Zack Snyder's DC movies. No, that's uh, what I'm saying. By that oh, standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's more I agree with the writer and her thing. Yeah. It's like it could be worse. Well, he, he says the movie knows it can only be forty percent of Ragnarok, and Juan puts his effort. In yeah, there. but why don't they just? They just can't get that Ragnarok. It's like they're Jay Leno and Marvel is. Better. I don't understand how they can't. How they can't. I don't know who's running it. I guess I guess nobody knows how to run it the way that the Marvel Universe is run by Kevin Feige. Um, where, where they can't just look at it and say, how do we get – how do we not hire the right people that can nail the, the – the, They hire safe people. I think that's the problem. And, and Marvel oh. goes, hey, let's give – what's the guy? Tahiti Wakiti? Tahiti Wakiti? Yeah, Tahiti Yeah. Tahiti yeah. Waikiki. No, Tahiti. and they let him run amok. They go here, do you go, go make what you want. And and he was like, I read an interview with him, and like on Thor Ragnarok set, it, a lot of the jokes they were like looking at the props, and and they're like, dude, look how stupid these weapons look. This is hilarious. And they wrote jokes around it. And you uh, think anything like that was going well, on on Aquaman? No, well, the tried, bro. I haven't watched Winter Soldier this week, and and I was like, man, they got the guys from Arrested Development, and they somehow nailed the right. I think the I think the problem is, and this is where when we saw Avengers, this happened. I mean, this is going back years and years and years. Somebody understands how to nail the right the right part of what the sense of humor is, and DC can't do that. No, they so haven't yet. I, I looked up Taika Waititi, Kelly Wand. Waititi, <laughs> you made yeah. me have to look up the name, but yeah, that's he's right. my hero. Yeah. Look what he did with a Thor movie. Like, none of us wanted to see Thor Ragnarok. And behold. And Aqu- none of us wanted to see Aquaman. <laughs> and behold. Well, I, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think Marvel is allowing to is, is allowing directors with strong voices to put yeah. those voices into movies. And that's not really something that James Wan... Like, James Wan has done horror movies, and he's I, there's a sort of voice he's got there. Yeah. But I just don't feel he... I got the sense that he didn't really have anything to express here. So he's and the just, writing. He's just yeah. passing along whatever was written, and he's editing in the octopus playing the bongo drums dutifully <laughs> where it should go. And there's just no yeah. sense – there's no sense of any creative vision here like there is with Logan or with Thor Ragnarok right. or, with De- or with Deadpool uh, or you know Spider-Man Homecoming, the guy who did Cop Car, which I love, and his little kid banter, the way he did that. Like th- there's no creative vision behind this movie whatsoever. It's just product. It's just stuff yeah. that's stitched together. Uh, you know, actors are wasted. Uh, CG houses. I'm sure they got their money, and you know, it, it helped them. But special effects are wasted. Uh, like Thor: Dark World. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Ooh, now I, there's lasers in that too. I will say there was something I liked in this. Kelly, oh, Wanda, I'm curious if you're with me on, on the. Um, when they go to the trench, that scene where the tugboat, it was like a little fishing trawler or whatever, is overrun by those creatures, that looked very Lovecraft to me. Like, those were deep yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, visually. They were really overrun, and it made the, they ran away. 
Which, yeah, which, visually, yeah, visually, it, it looked like something out of a horror movie. It looked great, yeah, and yeah. it's what I imagined Deep Ones would look like in Lovecraftian myth. Yeah, and the yeah. shot, too, oh. the, sh the shot of the boat on the top of the water yeah, with the, the, the cross-section and them coming, and then, yeah, the flare going underwater, and then the, the schools of the Deep One fish chasing them. Like, that was yeah. a really cool shot, and those were, that was a really cool creature design. Yeah. And put that in a horror movie. I liked that. Came um, out of nowhere. Crap. I can't believe you you just mentioned the deep ones. I don't have any other reference other than the, the card game that we've played. Uh, but now that you've said that, it totally clicks for me. So uh, Xavier Gens, the guy who did The Divide, and he did a horror movie called uh, Frontiers. I think I've mentioned it here before. He did a movie, and at times I was thinking that Aquaman might be like this, but he did a movie called Cold Skin which is about a lighthouse proprietor who runs into a weird sea creature. And the sea creature comes from a whole cluster of sea people creatures. Uh, the difference being that Cold Skin is a horror movie. Um, I, I also would contrast Cold Skin to Shape of Water, which I didn't right. care for very much. But Cold Skin, and Cold Skin isn't great, but it knows that it's a horror movie. Uh, it knows how weird and awkward this idea is of like people and fish falling in love. Uh, and it plays with this idea of how scary deep ones would be. Like these creatures coming out of the sea who are part fish, part human. Um, yeah. And so, the being scary instead of, oh, at the bottom, there's... Right, right, right. Because it's playing be... bongos. Right, exactly, yeah. That's Can, the same yeah. universe. That's the same place those deep ones are from. Did you see Cold Skin, Kelly Wand? No, it sounds oh, awesome. Okay. I'll check it out. It's, it's not it awesome. It is It is not awesome. Well, Xavier Gens is French. Uh, it's an English-language movie. It mm -hmm. has, uh, I think, Ray Stevenson. They're all American or English actors in it. Uh, but Xavier Gens is French, so it's got to be either British or American money. I'm uh, but uh, yeah, it's not great. Don't get your expectations up. But it plays with this idea of deep ones very well. Uh, and I, I would like to see, you know, those the the crazy trench monsters. Those I want to call them deep ones, although I'm sure that's not what they were. That was like a cool visual in that Aquaman. That is really a cool uh, connection because of uh, Lovecraft letter, basically. Yeah, this well, game we played. I think there's a whole bunch of books, <laughs> short stories. Yeah. Well, what's the? Um, you might have already said this. You might have said this just a minute ago, and I just missed it. But what's the Xavier Gens movie we saw? The Divide. The thing about the the, uh, the bunker uh, where uh yeah. That's uh, not. I broke my foot, pretending that I broke my nose. <laughs> I limped to the theater. Uh, I remember you nice. kicked kicked something too hard and did. Did cripple yeah, I yourself. kicked a door. Yeah, yeah, and then I had to go to move to Canada with a cast on my leg. <laughs> I was trying to make you guys laugh, thinking that I broke my uh, nose. Do you guys think that the movie was trying to make a political point uh, in a in a terrible? Uh, I'm not talking about like throwing trash on the the thing, but that but with that line about the Earth being flat. What was uh, the What was the line? I don't think so. Um, you think that was just a toss away? Because I, yeah. I think that DC can't even do that. Wait, what was the line? I, I vaguely remember something about the Earth being I don't flat. What it was it? Well it was we we had unlocked unlimited energy in a time when the rest of the oh, world oh. thought the Earth thought was the flat. world was flat. Why? And why would that, that be? Because of flat earthers, or what? Yeah, because there's a flat earther thing going on here. That's political. That counts as politics. <laughs> yeah, it, count, it counts as politics because I think earthers, the, flat earthers, the predominant party in this country is... Leaves the world's flat? No, it's just 
science denying. That's true. I don't. Uh, it's, I think it's an innocuous line, and I think it is. Really I, dumb. I think it's poorly done. <laughs> Those are true. But I, I wondered if anybody else had, if that hooked. For if, if that's, an, that's if, if you're right, it's awfully subtle. Like I don't know who's going to catch it's it. It's not subtle. Go, hey, like, yeah, it fuck you, be, Republicans. It might be just ham-handed. Uh, the only thing that I would think was moderately political, and again, was not handled very well. That was line. Like, was this idea of the city keeping out immigrants, uh, which uh, right. you know. Black Panther uh, did it better. This idea in Black Panther yeah. that is is it a good idea to protect your society at the expense of people who live outside of it? Uh, Black Panther just that that was a, a, a central theme there. Here it was a throwaway line given to Amber Heard. Right, right. Like uh, like most of the lines. Like, right. What's the line again? What, what she talked about the bridge and how people were trying to get in or and the, the hydro cannons. Yeah, the, the, and then you don't see that happen. I love that she sets it up, and then they just drive through. I think the setup, Kelly Wan, was also for the hydro cannons, like the peril that they faced when the cannons shot them. I don't even remember if the cannons actually shot them down, but that was also to to set up how dangerous it was for her to drive her car away, her fish car, as you called it. The car's dumb too. But they totally they swim them. fast. They ignore everything they set up constantly. Is what I thought. Sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They tell, they tell you something, you go, oh, I better remember that. And then the next thing, like, all right, what? <laughs> Fine. The whole Nicole Kidman art. It's like, all right, I have a rage marriage. <laughs> I had Patrick Wilson. What? They, have, they have arranged marriages in their society, That's, but only that one. Like, Aquaman is having a rage marriage. But is, anyway. it, is it a royalty thing or a society thing? I got the sense that it was a royalty thing. Well, they talk, yeah, about, they, still. They talk about how the highborn can do certain things and other people can't. Yeah, right, right. The but now Aquaman's uh, – it's so dumb. It's stupid. Kelly Wan's trying to parse the social message of Aquaman. <laughs> it really is like one of those movies where if you start thinking about it, you start getting annoyed about it. And every time you guys say Black Panther, like my bar for Aquaman in my head just goes – Well, oh, I, yeah, Kelly Wan, I don't doubt there's probably, could... there's probably stuff in the Aquaman – comics about like the different factions of society and all the different kingdoms underwater like there's probably aquaman devotees who follow it and who think that it's as rich they as really some... caught the seven kingdoms yeah <laughs> well the fact that there's seven kingdoms there's probably like a game of thrones type world worked out yeah. under seas and i imagine Wilson's the joffrey because he's blonde well, I imagine the movie was trying to make nods to things that they might appreciate. Yeah, uh, cool Easter. The, the Marvel version of Aquaman, Tom, just FYI, is the Submariner. I don't know if you knew this. Oh, I've he, heard that name before. Sure. Namor, and he has a crush on Invisible Girl, and Reed Richards kind of tunes it out. But he's always like trying to fuck Invisible Girl. Seuss so Thor. he's one of the Fantastic Four? No, or he's no. their enemy. He's their frenemy. He, like, right. he wants to kill them, and... He, He's very fuck the land people. He hates the land people. So right? in Marvel, there's an underwater kingdom as well. Yeah. Huh. I know. <laughs> but he's angrier. He like he he like fight. He's like a water villain. But he then he storms vagina, tames him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Huh. How about that? So, I, I will. I I also appreciated uh, Amber Heard's line reading of huh. Uh, do, yeah. with, uh, with the, about the stolen boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and he says no, I, I even forgot what it was a response to, but he was like, "Yeah, you shouldn't steal the boat." She's like, "Oh, that's not public property." He's like, "No, that's privately owned." And she goes, "I like huh. that she wouldn't know that, but she used to know the world was flat 
And when people thought the world was flat, boats weren't public property then, thousands of years ago. (laughs) Also, too, she has a car that I don't think is public property. (laughs) (laughs) She's the only one ever driving it. It's not a lift. That's not her... uh... That's what I'm saying. That's another example I'm talking about. Like, there, you can't. There's no effort at world building or right. like how these people live. It's just literally Flintstones, Jetsons. Like, yeah, it's just like us. Yeah. Which totally ruins their whole point. It makes Patrick Wilson's speeches about, oh, the land people are so much shittier than us, stupider. Because, oh, look, you guys have an octopus plays bongo. You're as dumb as us. Exact same shit. Why? The powers are like how the powers work underwater versus land and. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, just uh, why did like who thinks that the name Ocean Master isn't uh, ridiculous? Like why? How did that make yeah. it through? How did someone <laughs> approve of that at a studio that it makes billions of dollars in movie make? How does the name Ocean Master pass through the corporate filter and nobody's like, yeah, let's call it something different? Well, the movie's called Aquaman, so you're there are their brains are already on a level that I we guess so. But, but just Ocean like Master, Lord, that's so awesome because either that's the name of a like or an the Ocean road, like uh, outboard motor, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you yeah. just just go all the or way. Or a laxative because Tom made a joke about this earlier. Uh, just put TM up there, like Ocean yeah, Master TM. <laughs> I mean, just go all out. Just make jokes yeah. about it. Just, Make it a joke, because it's not very stupid. me too either. Or change it to you know change it to something that's not ridiculous. Just say Master of the Oceans. I mean that that's silly enough, but Ocean Master is like Harbor Master or Dungeon Master or it, it's ridiculous. It, it it makes no oh my god. Plus they also have kings and queens and right. the hero's name is Aquaman. That's his title too. Like. And at the end, I, he doesn't go, I'm Ocean Master! I have to admit, <laughs> I kept hoping that... That's my like, superhero the, name! Like, he would fail, and that the queen would actually win. Alright! Yeah, like, she would, like, swim in and be like, oh, she's the one, she's the one true one. Who, that, Kidman? That would, you know, whoever, I don't know. Not Well, <laughs> not Kidman, because for 20 years, she's been just languishing on this place. Yeah. In, in the middle so, of the world with dinosaurs. Why'd she reason. leave? So she leaves her kid to go, go there. So she no, they, they sacrificed her. They threw her down there, and she escaped into. Oh, she lived. All right. She yeah, lived. she. I was paying attention. Sorry. It was, just, it was a very special portal. It After actually the arranged marriage. They threw her in a portal. It made me think of All you right. guys. You guys like this more than me, but it made me think of Michelle Pfeiffer and Ant Man. Like she, she, yeah, gets, she gets banished to another realm, and they go there and rescue her. And it's also thing, but she's but like like her, she's badass. She can fight. Yeah, the quantum realm. Kelly, it made me think of. uh, Do you know the Monster Hunter games, like Monster Hunter World, where you Uh, like you you fight a monster and then you use its skin to craft armor and like when she first shows up with the crab claw and she's got a big old fish spine on her back, like it looked like. It looked like some dopey thing from a Monster Hunter game. Like she had that yeah. suit of armor made out of like fish bones, right? Yeah. It looks so. Just, silly. Even though she's invulnerable, but she makes all these dumb things. During that, what was it like on set when she showed up? Yeah. <laughs> and she's got this like flip, these like little flipping scales on her back. Right. Stuff. I like. 
Like Art- Kidman, they were filming Ant Man at the same time in like a studio across the street, and Kidman and Pfeiffer would park next to each other, and get out of their cars, and just, like, <laughs> what are you doing today? Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> and they're in their they're in their costumes, and they're like, just oh. imagine them hugging. I want this decade to end. And them giggling about the fact that uh, she's got these like spikes on her back. Oh uh, I mean, yeah. How are you and not in like the... the shoulder pads? What? Yeah, yeah. How are you not in the crew of that movie and you get, and you smirk when she walks on set? Like, how does that not happen? This is what I'm saying. Live action, you have to have these stupid costumes because in the comic book, they these things were designed to, for six year olds to look at because they look like color, and right. now they have to make they've spent two hundred million dollars to make it cool <laughs> on an A list actor, which is hilarious. <laughs> it keeps happening. We still have to watch fifty more of these fucking things. It's so. <laughs> Such a weird. <laughs> Bill Maher is not wrong. That's all I'm saying. Bill Maher is not the, the villain. What is the next uh, DC movie? Like, uh, what what is their current schedule? What's coming up, Kelly Wand? Is there a Flash movie uh, still? Nah, I don't know about that. I thought I knew the answer to your question. Though. Well, the post-credit scene of this movie would seem to suggest that they think that there might be a second Aquaman movie. Yeah, but was there a teaser at the end? Because usually. They go like they showed us Thor's hammer after. Uh, Iron no, it's just the it was just the second. It was just the Manta thing. There's gonna be another Wonder Woman probably. Oh, Wonder Woman. Rescued. There's a Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was Manta being rescued by um, oh the the, the I forget Randall Park. Yeah, by Randall Park being it rescued. Sounds nothing by like Pei Ling, I admit. Right. <laughs> Very good. I'm an asshole. Uh, I, I only think of him as Asian Jim from The Office. Uh, but uh, he was rescued. Uh, Manta was rescued by him, and so that means that we're going to have a couple of other ancillary uh, or lower level villains in the next Aquaman movie if they're going to have another one. But they they seem to suggest that they think that there's going to be another Aquaman movie. But Justice League happens after this. And Affleck's left the franchise. Actually, I think this is at, isn't isn't something in Justice League referenced? Is I think it? This is, I think so, right? I don't remember. It'd be yeah. weird if it doesn't refer to Justice League ever. No, no, there's one. Yeah, I, 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 I'm pretty sure there's one reference to uh, what he did on land at Moriscovia or whatever. Like, like I thought there oh. was one reference to the events of Justice League. I don't. And now there's no Justice cool. League in this universe. Like, well, all these um, well, things are happening in the movie? I mean, well, all the things that are happening are, like, underwater kingdom struggle. Like, nothing so really... So Justice League's like, ah, fuck it. But he never <laughs> checks in with them. He never goes, hey, I gotta go to work. Well, is he, part of, their, is he part of their team? Like, I don't remember what yeah. happened to their team. I don't know either. I don't yeah. even care. I'm he sure have, they, don't, they don't want rejection. us to think about it. He might have been on... He might have taken a furlough, Kelly Wand. I see. Or a sabbatical. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's not another... Like, they're not going to do a Flash or a Cyborg. Oh, it's a Wonder Woman. Super- a Wonder Woman's the next movie. Uh, that, they got to stick... They should just have... They should. Those two characters should hook up. Wonder Woman and Aquaman? Yeah. They okay. have great sex. They're both super strong. I don't, oh, what about... I, Chris Pine would be very sad. Who is he? <laughs> He's her boyfriend. Hello. So they, could, they could give birth to twins. He's dude. dead. He's Aquaman. Steve. Aquaman. No. Well, then Aquaman. how come he's in the next movie? He can't be. Unless he he's, is. He's cast. What? Yeah. He got killed in the mission. At the, well, the, it's... Uh, I don't, it's his grandson? Could be. Who knows? Uh, he's in it. I mean, it's... Well, Kristen Wiig is the villain. Like, it's a, the, all the casting stuff has been announced for this. It's that's probably right. even shooting. Yeah. 
So wow. I don't I don't like Chris Pine being they killed him. Just don't kill him then. Well, maybe it would, actually we didn't see him die. You know, the airplane exploded. He might have uh, had a parachute. See. All right. Well, so wait. So, but yeah, but he's not immortal. So, are they still back in World War One? Well, he could have fallen into snow and yeah, frozen. Right, let's hear this. Okay, bongo <laughs> drums. <continue>. <laughs> All right. So we saw Aquaman. So I no more superhero Welcome movies, slaves. right? We're done until the next in, Infinity War, right? Not until 2019, Tom. This is our last superhero movie of 2018. Good. We made it through another year of these. Yeah. Uh, Let's not see a movie next week. Let's talk about Kelly Wan. You and I disagree about the Predator. I think the Predator's cool. You think he's dumb. However, we agree that he has dumb fingers. It's really hard to have an actor with those latex gloves have hands that look menacing when the latex gloves are wiggling around and it looks silly. <laughs> so we're going to do a three by three next week about our favorite freaky hands and claws. Can uh, a villain with dumb fingers be menacing? Exactly, Kelly Wand, exactly. Once those latex gloves start bending backwards, you're no longer as, as scary looking as you used to be. He should wear gloves. Yeah. That's the funny part. So if you can think of movies that have freaky hands or claws, send your picks to 3x3 at quarter to th- – not that clause. At quarter2three.com, we'll read that stuff on the air. Get it to us by uh, Sunday, December 30th at midnight. It's an easy week to think of stuff like this. Be yeah. thinking about freaky claws between Christmas and New Year's. And also, Kelly Wan, what, what else should we be thinking about for the next two weeks? Uh, nothing. Well, or, I, don't, I don't know about uh, you. Or, yes? Top ten movies? That's right. I know two weeks from now we'll be doing our top ten of the year. Um, and, you know, if you saw ten movies, you know, even if you saw five, what were your favorite movies of the year? Send those in and tell us why, though. Why your favorite movie was your favorite movie. Also, let us know about that, 3x3 at quarter2three.com. We would love to include what your favorite movies were when we do our podcast two weeks from now. So join us for that. Uh, congratulations. We all, it goes to the listeners, we all made it through Aquaman. Uh, there we go. Woohoo, we're done. This join is us how next week. Victory feels. That's right. I'm Tom Chick. I've been here with Christian Moloski. It's Christian Moloski. And Kelly Wand. Uh, besides Orm, the Ocean Master, uh, and Black Manta, my villains include the Fisherman, the Scavenger, uh, the terrorist organization known as Ogre, uh, the well-meaning but annoying Water Sprite Quisp, Dr. Volko, uh, Aqua Girl, and uh, Orm, and the Martian Manhunter. Oh, wait, he's my friend. And Elongated Man. And Vibe. They tried to get rid of me, but from ocean to ocean... They gon' have to deal with me. I've been overlooked, slept on, stepped on, left for dead. Always against all eyes like Pac said. I'm the living great Gatsby. But these boys are watching quick and disappear like Banksy. From ocean to ocean, sea to sea. I'm something that you gotta see. I put up made a better Captain America because the Chris Evans has a Viet accent. I prefer that we be more capable and prepared than lucky. Observation, reflection, faith, and determination. In this way, we may navigate the path as it unfolds before us. All right, and we have, what, eight more recharge cycles to go before we get to Aurigai 6? Is that a question, yes, sir? Yes, Walter, that's a question. That is correct. 
Hey, Tom, the German title of that movie where Kate Upton and Daddario fight over the blonde guy on a plane is called Mr. Before Sister. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a better title than The Layover. Yeah, I know. That's what's funny about it. Germans get it better than we do. As always!